Phil, that was Spring Washam. Uh, I, I thought she was uh, very articulate, very clear. Uh, the only, my, my only concern is the ayahuasca and the ayahuasca industry that she mentioned down in yeah. Peru. And I've heard many mixed, report, mixed reports from people that have had good experience. But more recently and more often recently, I've heard of people that have gotten ripped off, had bad experiences, uh, every, everything under the sun. So I would be very, very reluctant. Uh, you know, the people that are doing the psilocybin research at John Hopkins and New York University, um, it's very controlled. Right. And I realize why they have a Food and Drug Administration, even though they may do some things that are not good. Um, that, uh, you know, how, how do you recommend somebody go somewhere to do something, even if there's a 10% chance they'll have a very bad experience? I guess people can make up their own mind and take responsibility. But I think uh, we both, I, I think, uh, gave uh, significant warning to people listening that, hey, yeah. uh, this ain't for everybody. And, and, and um, I'm telling you, recently, more than ever before, because of it becoming an industry and money being involved, that uh, it's uh, very, very difficult, I think, now for people to find legitimate avenues for pursuing this. I know. And, you know, it's like everything else in the world, especially America, when something becomes profitable, people jump on the bandwagon. I mean, look at look at how many badly trained yoga teachers there are. Right. Look at, you know, how many people teaching meditation that they've you know, never had any serious right. training. But with when you're dealing with something like a drug or ayahuasca or, you know, plant medicine, Right. Then the possibilities of uh, un unwanted side effects and and uh, danger are pretty serious. It's not like oh I had a bad yoga class and my right. back aches. I mean this is serious stuff. And you know those of us of a certain age who who lived through the '60s, you know know what happens. You know some, some people never recovered. I mean it's true. Yeah. It, uh, on the other hand, I mean it's um, it, it's interesting. Uh, uh, I did think that um, she had great clarity in her speech, yeah. which is uh, often uh, indicative of somebody that's done a good job developing their consciousness. I think it's very impressive what she's been through and how she talks to people, yep. understands and people, uh, speaks to people and of people and understands people who have been through rough times in their life, having been through rough times herself. And so I think that that's... Uh, uh, yep. Very good. The other thing about plant-based medicines, getting back to ayahuasca or LSD or any of those things, it's for many people see it as a shortcut. And there are yoga teachers, there are meditation teachers, there are gurus who are legitimate that uh, warn people about taking shortcuts. Uh, 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 you know that th there may be ways to stimulate experiences that are indicative of, say, higher states of consciousness. But, but there's a, when you take the shortcut, it seems that there is that risk involved. And, and you know, I'm speaking from being involved in this stuff, meditate, you know, the, the uh, consciousness, uh, uh, consciousness and meditation and yoga for many, uh, several decades, that I, I've seen these come and go. And uh, I, I've not been impressed with the results I've seen from uh, ingesting things to stimulate the development of consciousness. Well, I've seen both. I've seen people have tremendous breakthroughs. 
and you know, it, you know, a lot of us who came to uh, non-medicinal, uh, you know, sort of traditional meditative practices back in the '60s and '70s, you know, had breakthrough experiences with drugs that led us to it. I mean, but know, wasn't that, it usually? Wasn't I? I'll just play the other side of it. Wasn't it usually? They they did something. They did a drug or whatever. They saw that hey, this might be possible. They couldn't sustain it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So but then it, they went on the long right. But it was uh, a, it was a, of 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 of, of uh, developing it in a natural way. Right, and so we, we, but you know, it, we bring the same results ever. But, but it was you, a door opener for many many people. Yeah, yeah. And I've heard many people who, as Spring uh, described who feel stuck in their practices and then have a, an experience right. with, with a plant or something that's a breakthrough. And I, I've seen that too, but I've, I, you know, there are, there are negative consequences as well. So, you know, we, everybody has to exercise caution, but I don't want to make, you know, our discussion of, of our interview with spring all about that because, you know, she's obviously got, that's only one part of what she does. And, right. you know, her book, is you know a lot about uh, you know, as the subtitle suggests, finding strength, courage, and wisdom in any moment, and about converting the dark periods in our lives and periods of suffering into a platform for spiritual growth. And um, you know her Buddhist background, of Buddhist uh, uh, practices uh, are the seem to be the core of what she does. And the plant-based stuff is, you know, it's a sexy thing to talk about, but it's only one thing. So we don't want to misrepresent her. Right. Uh, Phil, if you could, uh, you, you would know more about this than me. Uh, and uh, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm somewhat familiar with it, but uh, in Buddhism, you know, mindfulness. And then she used an expression, present moment awareness. Does that, is, is there a agreed upon definition of what's meant by that? I don't know. Um, people use terms in different ways, and we would have to have somebody, you know, who could translate what the you know original language for those things were. But most, uh, you know, Jack Kornfeld, who we've not had on the show, and we should, um, their insight meditation is a form of vipassana practice, and um, has what has come to be called generically mindfulness is you know uh, those practices spring uh, from that tradition of of use of attention and I, I should say enormously popular now and a lot of research being done yeah. on those practices but there's a lot of different things being called mindfulness uh, and Kornfeld and uh, his colleagues at Spirit Rock they and uh, the the uh, meditation center in in Massachusetts, you know, they came from a particular uh, tradition of Buddhism, and they they seem to honor that very well, even as they adapted to American culture. And so, I don't know how they would think about the sort of promiscuous use of the word mindfulness these days. But um, if she was trained by those people, um, mm -hmm. I'm sure she she had very good uh, training. And but what was the name of the uh, center in Oakland? Oh, hers, the East yeah. East Bay uh, Meditation Center. I would like to, you know, the next time I'm in the Bay Area. Yeah, it's in to Oakland go, to, to go see it. All right, well, Phil, 
It good was one. a good one. I'm glad. Uh, we thank Beth Grossman, her publicist, for uh, telling us about thank, her. Thank you, Beth. <laughs> stay tuned. And uh, your advice, your input, your support, anything you want to uh, 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 send to us, please do. Okay. Uh, our contact information is at spiritmatterstalk.com. Until next time, Phil. Next let time, me know Dennis. Tell when we're off the air. <laughs>